0: Welcome to the Astrology Rocks podcast for the week of December 24th, 2012, brought to you by Sastrology. I'm Michelle Suzanne, author of your weekly forecast at Sastrology. You'll also find me at starstruckastrology.org. Okay, let's dive in and talk about what's up in the skies this week. For those of you who celebrate Christmas, it may be less holly jolly than it is jingle jangle as in edgy and agitated, because the energy this week will put pressure on many of you to really show up for yourselves and to be your true self, not the person that others say you are or that other people tell you to be. So be prepared to not necessarily put up your dukes, but to truly be who you are and to stand in the light of your own truth. and. Of course, the fun begins on Christmas Day, Tuesday, December 25th. It begins with Mars. Mars moves into the sign of Aquarius. Okay, whenever Aquarius energy is strong, uh, we get a heightened sense of the individual, okay? Um, Aquarius energy can very much be about the iconoclast. Um, so we've got the individual versus the group dynamics that Aquarius is also famous for experimenting with. So this seems to be the dance that happens this week. Am I going to be myself in my truest possible form? Am I going to follow the herd? Even if that feels not aligned with who I am, these are the kinds of issues that you may find yourself grappling with. Um, Mars is the planet of action, will, aggression, and defense, and so Mars is placing a really strong emphasis on the Aquarian vibration throughout january okay um, and the the warrior signature of Mars may be expressed as a drive for you to seek your individual identity within the group. Uh, It may express itself as showing very strong humanitarian concerns and activism. Mars is really about let's not just talk about doing something about it. Let's actually do something about the problem. So Mars doesn't sit around and wait for the committee to have its um, agreement and draw up its minutes. It is all about going out there and doing something. Now the shadow side with Mars mixing it up in the Aquarius energy field. We get into this type of l'étranger, you know, uh, Albert Camus' l'étranger, the stranger. We get into this loner, disenfranchised energy sometimes. Um, There's also the energy of the vigilante. You know, if we're talking about someone who doesn't want to wait around for, say, the law to fix things, Um, we get the vigilante who takes social justice into his or her own hands. And because we are very gradually moving towards Aquarius time where we consider social justice, um, the vigilante may make some type of mark between now and the end of January. Now, Aquarius energy also leans heavily into scientific realms and anything that is ahead of its time. Aquarius is all about uh, casting a wide eye at the future. Those of you who have strong Aquarius energy, uh, whether it's because you are Aquarius or you have Aquarius rising uh, or one of the planets, one of the personal planets, In Aquarius, you may feel that you have always been a bit ahead of your time and that others have somehow had difficulty keeping up with you. Uh, You might be able to relate to that quite strongly. So we move into that kind of energy where things feel a little bit ahead of their time. Uh, We can move into discovery of cutting edge technologies, for instance, uh, or advancements in cosmology or space travel. I noticed, uh, for instance, on January the 29th of 2013, uh, there will be a couple of satellite launches from Cape Canaveral. Um, So, you know, I know satellite launches are not as dramatic as going to Mars, um, but, you know, Mars and Aquarius can look... Uh, a lot like sometimes a militarized presence, that's the Marsh Martian energy, militarized presence of telecommu- telecommunications hardware, which is the Aquarius energy. Um if you think about the Aquarius glyph or symbol, it's the sign of the double uh waves, if you will, double double energy waves. Okay, so um yeah, heavy presence of telecommunications. All the better to spy on you with, says Big Brother. Um, okay, let's come back to this idea of the Aquarius dance between the individual versus the group, because that gets emphasized on Wednesday, December 26th, a.k.a. Boxing Day. And on that day, the sun makes a right angle with Uranus, okay? So we call that in astrology, that right angle is 90 degrees. We call it a square aspect. So the sun in Capricorn makes a square with Uranus in Aries. They're both at four degrees of their respective signs. This really feeds into that Aquarian vibe. Uh, Uranus is the modern ruler of Aquarius, So we are really getting a good dose of Uranus Aquarian energy here. Sun square Uranus um, could lead you into a sudden insight into your place within the collective. I say that because both Capricorn, where the sun is, and Aquarius, which Uranus rules, are very concerned with societal needs. Okay? So finding your place within the collective within that global herd may become uh it may actually feel quite urgent to you because that 90 degree angle creates a sense of urgency there's a need to shift something seems to be rubbing you the wrong way and you react by doing something about it um Sun square Uranus can also bring, well, it brings enlightened self-awareness. It can also bring upsetting or disturbing turns of events, okay? On the other side of it, you may feel that your progress feels hindered. Perhaps you or someone you know is too invested in the status quo, which is the Capricorn side of it. Sun in Capricorn says... Uh, gee, I really like the way things are. It works. Let's not, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what Sun and Capricorn says. Uranus and Aries says, hey, um, the status quo doesn't work for me. I'm going to do it my way. It's a new way. Um, so we get this tension between, uh, wanting to make some, sh- some shifts and wanting to keep things the same. It can also create this tension of what are people going to think of me if I stand up and wave my freak flag right now. So these are the kinds of tensions that we're living with. Um, This instinctive demand for change may be born of restlessness and impatience because Sun Square Uranus is pretty, pretty edgy. We go back to that jingly jangly uh, energy, and you may feel woo hopped up. Okay, this all continues to get egged on because we're just we're just building. We are building like a steamroller on a track that is going to mow everything down in its path. Sunday, December the thirtieth, the sun slides into its annual conjunction with Pluto. All right, tends to happen around this time of the year anyway, uh, because Pluto lives in Capricorn for the next several years. So we move into Capricorn season um, at this time of year. So sun meets up with Pluto at nine degrees of Capricorn. And this really, really pulls out a strong energy of ditch it first and ask questions later. (laughs) <laughs> um when the sun and pluto are engaged with each other there's a strong purging instinct so whether you feel it's time to lose a relationship or switch jobs or just your way of life Um, pack up and move, uh, or a a type of business relationship. And by that, I mean, not, not necessarily your business partners, if you have them, although that can certainly come into the picture, but even your consumer habits, where you do business, who gets your business, um, for what reason. So you may look at who you are a client to and question your assumptions around that. You know, am I giving this establishment my business because that's what I've always done, sun in Capricorn? Or do I need to examine um, why I shop there? Maybe I've always felt there... Um, business credo really rubs me the wrong way, but what the heck, they're convenient, they're so close to where I live. In which case, Pluto may say, it's time to ditch that and put your money where your mouth is, right? So these kinds of interesting things are taking shape over the week, we're looking at what needs to go, or why we are in bed with who we're in bed with. Okay. Now, what happens is the sun and Pluto are connected with each other and also at the same time reaching out to Saturn in Scorpio. They're making a 60 degree angle, which we call a sextile in astrology. Um, The energy between Saturn and Pluto, there has been this beautiful uh, sextile building for weeks and weeks. It now becomes exact on Wednesday, but you've been feeling this energy grow and it's actually harmonious flowing energy. This Sun and Saturn sextile Pluto is indirectly feeding the Aquarian vibe as well. I say that because Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius. And Mars, which is now in Aqu- well, moving into Aquarius on Wednesday, Mars and Pluto in Capricorn are the co-rulers of Scorpio. Where Saturn is living. Hope I'm not making this more complicated than, I'm, than it is meant to be. I'm just trying to show you that the relationship of the planets, they are heavily aligned towards shifting us. Okay. Um, Saturn and Pluto have been in mutual reception since October when Saturn moved into the sign of Scorpio. By mutual reception, I mean these two planets are housed in each other's signs. Pluto is a tenant in Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is a tenant in Scorpio, which is co-ruled by Pluto. Okay. Um, And now they make this perfect 60 degree angle with each other on Wednesday. So, They are currently sharing a harmonious flow of energy. And when you, dear listener, tap into that energy with some awareness and work it ever so gently, you can dislodge outworn habits, outworn templates that prevent your continued growth. Okay? Um, You don't need to work this energy too hard. It's, um, It's fairly gentle, but you need to work it. If you don't do anything with it, it'll just pass you by. Okay, so we call the 60 degree angle um, a, an angle of opportunity. Now, for you personally, this may, uh, Saturn and Pluto in mutual reception with each other and making a sextile with each other, it may be advantageous for you to share your resources, to pool your resources with other people. Okay, whether it's a talent pool, whether, um, you know, people uh, with certain skills, you're sharing the the talent pool, whether it's sharing of money, uh, sharing of your skills, whatever it is, um, you may find this week in particular, it's more beneficial for you to pool things from here on in order for you to get more accomplished with less sweat. Now on a political and cultural level, Saturn sextile Pluto may point to wider support uh, to talk about such issues as, for instance, the proliferation of arms, whether we're talking about um, guns for personal use in the USA, or whether we're talking about international trading of weapons. Um, There should also be some strategizing around healing our ecosystems. And I say that because both the water and the earth elements are engaged very heavily over these next few years with Saturn in Scorpio, a water sign, and Pluto in Capricorn, an earth sign. And with these two planets in mutual reception with each other, it really, really heavily puts water and Gaia, our planet, on the map. Literally, in terms of discussing sustainable solutions. Now, Neptune and Chiron and Pisces also have a lot to say about the treatment of our water. Um, that's its own. That's its own issue. But know that water is, mm, water is an issue that is not going to go away. The way that we have commoditized it, monetized it, the way that we have sullied it. Uh, with toxins, um, and the way that various countries have treaties with each other that um, are meant to protect or potentially not protect various countries' water resources. Uh, This is going to heat up for us, and it's going to become a political issue. It already is, but it's going to get hot. Okay, so... If we return to the energy of something's got to change, which this week is all about, that continues to build. All right? The cry for something to shift keeps building and really comes to a head on Friday, December the 28th, with a big fat full moon in the sign of cancer. Okay. Cancer energy, it's a water sign. So it, it really invokes feelings and emotions. Cancer energy field is highly sensitive. It is laden with feeling and emotion. It is also very heavily into relying on intuitive awareness to make its path. Now, whenever we are invoking strong Cancerian energy, it points to a need for emotional intelligence. And lo and behold, don't we find that we get this full moon at the very point of the year when many people return home to their families of origin. And that can bring up a lot of issues for people. Um, They feel all big and grown up in the world when they're not around their parents. And then they go home and suddenly they feel like they're 15 years old again. And it's not very pleasant. So I say that to you because... Cancer energy is highly involved with family, okay? So your emotional intelligence to respond from a place of maturity and awareness will help keep you afloat this week if you uh, tend to suffer from unharmonious family dynamics. Um, This full moon in Cancer will bring up ancestral history, um, which actually could be quite in- enjoyable. You may learn a lot about your family tree that you didn't know before. Could be quite, quite enlightening for you. Um, but there's also this rather insulated tribal energy around, you know, the Cancer full moon, okay? It's highly protective and insulated. And it also asks you to really take stock of your place in the world and in home. Um, the cancer footprint sort of tends to take us home where we nurture ourselves and oh, just do whatever it is that's required to bring us comfort. And yet, we also have to make our way to the opposite side of cancer, which is Capricorn. And by that, I mean we make our way out into the world to earn our daily bread, Uh, to come back home to, right? So this full moon for you may really place an emphasis on where do I most happily, joyfully feel myself? Is it working from home or is it working outside of the home? And where is my true place and how can I honor that? Okay, so this full moon is going to pop and unleash all of this energy that speaks of shifting and changing. It's particularly potent because by the time that full moon pops, it will already have made an exact 90degree angle to Uranus. And that really ups the, aunt, the ante. It says, "Change." So no, my dear listeners that for you, something will have to change this week. You may welcome it. It may be a wondrous thing that you have been waiting for um, or trying to impose for a long time. Um, If you're not comfortable with change, if you really like where things are at, um, try not to dig your heels in too much because then it becomes a really crummy ride, okay? Some of you may feel quite determined to do whatever it takes to change, Okay, I will remind you, there is a message in this full moon that emotional intelligence is required if you're going to pull off your shift without blowing up the world or completely alienating everyone you know. That sun conjunction to Pluto is quite powerful. So if you're going to pull out your matches, be very, very careful. Okay. Okay. This full moon in Cancer is also asking you to carefully ponder where your emotional support comes from. Now, ideally, we learn from many trips uh, that the moon makes around the zodiac and into Cancer, ideally over many, many moons, we learn about self-nurturing. Okay, so hopefully you have developed an ability to self-nurture in ways that honor your emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual health. Okay, so in other words, retail therapy and emotional eating or drinking or drugging yourself into inertia uh, do, do not count as healthy nurturing practices. And yet, when we are, you know, swimming in the waters of cancer, we do require nurturing. And so we have to learn how to take care of ourselves in ways that are healthy. And then there is the other side, which is tending to the needs of other people, taking care of loved ones. Okay, now this full moon asks you then to consider what role you play in caring for family members or other loved ones. And if you do Uh, care for loved ones, have you found the line that separates caring from enabling or smothering? Because smothering can be one potential pitfall of cancer, okay? In an attempt to make up for a perceived lack of love, we can sometimes go overboard taking care of other people, and then we get into the smothering. There is also the potential pitfall when we are strongly invested in cancer energy of staying mired in the past. Because at this full moon, the sun will be in Capricorn, the moon will be in cancer. And both of these signs are sensitive to upholding tradition, to upholding the status quo, the old ways, the way we were. It can be a real nostalgic trip down memory lane, which can be lovely, but we have to be careful that we don't completely rewrite the past and ignore the fact that progress still needs to be made in the present. Okay? Um... We have very clear cosmic signals this week from Uranus and Aries and Pluto and Capricorn and their ongoing uh, 90-degree angle with each other over several years that many of the old ways are failing us now. And we need the innovation of Uranus and Aquarius to find sustainable solutions to the various ills that plague Western culture. We also need to decide whether we want to be a world comprised of disenfranchised individuals, which can be spelled out by Mars in Aquarius, and yes, even Uranus in Aries, or whether we want to be a global community that honors each person's light without sacrificing the needs of the collective. Um, You know, personally, I would argue that we currently live in a society where the needs and rights of the individual have been elevated to the exclusion of the needs, rights, and safety of the group. And the electric energy this week may highlight that theme in various ways. Okay, there is one more thing I want to let you know about the full moon. Any full moon, regardless of the sign that it's in, will mark the halfway point between the intentions that you set two weeks ago In this case, two weeks ago, uh, we had a new moon in Sagittarius. So a full moon is the midpoint between two new moons. We will have another new moon in January at which you reset your intentions and work towards manifestation at the full moon. So full moons are times of manifestation or cosmic feedback, as I call it. See what this particular full moon in Cancer is is telling you about where you're at with your intentions and your goals, how far you've come, and what else you require for the remainder of the journey. My dear listeners, this is my final podcast for astrology, And I do feel sad as I bid you farewell for the last time. I've had the privilege of speaking with many of you, whether through Skype or phone or Facebook or email. And as you know, I not only report the cosmic activity, but I live it, too, along with you. And there are many changes imminent in my life, brought by the last pair of eclipses. So I'm responding to those changes with a sense of adventure. So I Nevertheless, I will really miss writing your weekly forecasts and podcasting for you. And I would invite you to give Jeffrey Kitchener your feedback and let him know what you would like to see in place of a weekly forecast and podcast. And that will help Jeffrey gear sastrology towards your needs. I love SASS, and I'm going to continue um, visiting the site as a reader. In the meantime, please do not hesitate to be in touch with me through starstruckastrology.org if you would like the benefit of a customized astrology session. I'm Michelle Suzanne, and I wish you blessings and peace in the days, months, and years to come. Be well and take care.
1: So the days flow through my eyes, but still the days seem the same. And these children that you spit on and stay, try to change their worlds, are immune to your consultations. They're quite aware of what they're going through. Ch- 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 changes. Ch- yes. Strange changes. change Don't tell them to pull off a power vent-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-chang face to strange change changes Where's the shame you left us up to her accident Time may change me but You can't twist time